I'm Kat. And I'm Cass. And you're listening to Two, Two Book, Book Bitches. Bitches. What's up? Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. This is this is technically the last episode we're filming for this little, you for know, this set for I guess what we what, what were you calling it, season two? Yeah, yeah. We feel you know what? When I was editing these videos, what we talk about, I was like, we we film these so out of fucking order that like when I listen to what we talk about, I'm like, oh my god, we did talk about that in an episode before. But then, like, I referenced it. Like, it's just really confusing. Like, you know when I, I asked Kat, like, in an episode we filmed yesterday, I was like, oh, have I talked about the, like, SJM Bible? And we were like, oh, I don't know. But technically we did. But because we filmed everything out of order, like, it's so hard to keep track of the random shit we talk about. So I was like, eh, whatever. That's okay. You get to hear the same rants more than once. Yeah, I feel like all the sidebar conversations, especially at the beginning, are, like, so wild. Also, if you hear any, like, plates... My husband's cooking dinner. Yeah. So mind your business. You know, just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Pretend he's, like you don't hear. Pretend he's like making he's food. not there. He's not um, there. But today we are finishing off Iron Flame. We're doing uh, part two of Iron Flame. Yes. Um, And I guess we put this one off because it, I feel like once we finished reading and then we let it digest for a bit, I think we kind of got over it like, I would, a little yeah. bit too fast. You know, I was, like, it's yeah. not like I sat with it and I was like, oh, I can't wait for the next one. I need it now. Yeah. I was kind of like, I need a break. You know? I was like done, I think. Yeah. Like it. we needed a break. I was from just, the it, I was a little like fourth wing saturated and it was kind of like, I was late to the game for Iron or for fourth wing. So then I read fourth wing and then I was like, Iron Flame. And then it was just like all at once. I mean, you weren't that late in the game. Fourth I know. Wing I came out not. last April. Fair. Like, it's, it, it all came out very fast. Like, it went April, November. The end of November was That's true. One. I just, so I'm, I'm glad I we're going like, to I do like some hype built, so I'm happy that the next one um, is going to take some time to be released, because I think that will help get me back into the spirit of it. Same Z's. You know? But I guess let's jump into it. So, I mean, unless there's anything else you want to mention. Um, no. Stay tuned until uh, the end. We'll talk about theories. Some theories. We'll talk about... Um, Rebecca Yaros had like an interview mm-hmm, where she answered mm-hmm. a lot of questions about the rest of the series in the future. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about like the highlights from that Entertainment Weekly interview. Correct. Specifically. I forget when it was. I think it probably happened in like end of November, or early December. So. Yeah. Okay. Oh, 2020. But now I'm going to specify the year. I guess. 2024 when we film this episode. Yes. But it's last year? This. What do you mean? I don't know. The interview was yes. in 2023. <laughs> Anyways, regardless, <laughs> that's what it is. Okay. Um. So we'll where we left off. Oh, in, I, wait, it's spoilers. Okay, yes. Spoilers. spoilers ahead. Turn back now. Or don't. Because we're not your moms. And we can't tell you what to do. There we okay. Go. Now that we got that out of the way, um, we left off in part one with Zayden rescuing Violet from being tortured. Um, and he declares like his undying love for her. Um, then they reveal the truth to everyone at Bazgaith. And those who want to leave to Eretia with them are welcome to come yeah. with them. It was, yeah. They That's were just the kind of like, let's go. That's how part one <laughs> of the book ends. Yeah. And then we literally pick up the second half of the book with a sex scene, of course. Like, why not? Um, Violet is waking up in Zayden's room in Eretia, recovering from her, like, torturing ordeal. Um, Yikes. And Zayden is like, you're still too weak for everything that I want to do to you and she's like i don't care and then they go at it so yeah fun it was good this isn't the 
No, no, no. That's okay. This is in their bedroom. Okay. Or like his bedroom. And he's like, I want you to sleep here with me. And she's like, forever? And he's like, yeah. Okay. I can't stand these two sometimes. They like irritate me so much because like they literally spent the entire first half of the book just like refusing to tell each other anything. He saved this moment when she was like at her weakest to say I love you. No, lit- it honestly it annoyed me so much. Like I get it. It was hot. Whatever. It's okay. I mean like, the, the this scene was was spicy. It was good. Like I would give it like four or five. I would give it like four a and a half. Three and a half. Oh, you type lo- low. I don't know. I just maybe it's like the way I feel about the characters that's like driving oh, so me in you're a just being direction. biased like negatively. Now. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Got it. Fair enough. Possibly, possibly. All right. So Sorry, guys. That's fine. Everyone arrives at Eritrea, and like there's all the cadets that chose to come with them are now moved into Ryerson House. And um, they're also given the option to contact their families and warn them about the dangers of the venom mm-hmm. and invite their families to move to Eritrea as well. Mm-hmm. So just a lot of people are coming. Everyone's yeah. joining. Satan and Violet meet with the assembly, who are mad at Violet for telling the truth to the entire college and also for bringing all these students with them um, when they are, like, woefully unprepared to deal with all these people. They're like, where are we going to house them? How are we going to train these people? These are a bunch of cadets who, like, aren't helpful for war because they are very untrained. Yeah, like, Um, they haven't, like, finished school. No. But they decide to continue teaching the cadets and basically make, like, Ryerson House the new college. They, like, make because a Besgaia couple, V2. Yes, because a couple of the professors also left Besgaia with them. Yes. Oh, hello. <laughs> we have our little um, toothless dragon okay. appearance here with yeah. Pepper. She loves to sit on the top of couches. She's a little weirdo. Um. So, anyways, now Violet gets to work on translating, like, Warwick's journal. Because remember, like... Um, they had she had given one of the journals to Zayden who brought it to Brennan, mm-hmm. um, and then the other journal obviously they lost because she got captured by right, right, Ferris. Um, I hate him. Yeah. So anyway, so she starts translating the journal in order to see if they can figure out how to raise the wards in Eritrea. Um, and Darna finally wakes up from her dreamless sleep, but because she didn't complete the sleep in like the right way, and she was woken up like a bunch of times like during her sleep, one of her wings is like weak and. Um, like, she can't fly properly at this moment. Mm-hmm. It's because the wing can't open properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then Taryn tells Violet private, privately that with training, Andarna will be able to fly because, like, she just needs to strengthen the wing muscle, mm-hmm. but will most likely never be able to um, bear a rider. This actually made me yeah, really that's sad. sad. I was like, oh. But they don't want to tell Andarna that because, like, she'll get really pissed. So they just don't tell her that she might never be able to have a writer. But you know what? You never know. I feel like it might be – maybe there's going to be a plot point in the book about trying to find Andarna, like, a way so that she can – like, so she can bear a writer. Yeah, possibly. Like, I think that'd be really cute. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, We also find out that before rescuing Violet, Zayden and the rebel kids had went out and killed, like, a bunch of wyvern and started dropping the wyvern bodies at the border outposts in order to reveal the truth. And while it's mm. still not, like, general knowledge in Navarre that the Venon are real, since the government obviously did a good job of keeping it under wraps, the military forces now all know the truth. Because, obviously, they were a bunch of wyvern, like, dropped at their doorstep. I thought this was great. Oh, I thought this was iconic. I was like, this is iconic. such a good way. Because, like, every like no matter what you say, everyone's going to be like, I don't believe you. And Yeah, you have to have, like, physical proof. And they were like, bet, I got it. I'll get yeah. you some physical proof. Yeah, no don't problem. worry, I got you. Um, so this means now that Mira also finally knows the truth. And she ends up leaving her station and um, meets Violet and Eritia, where she finds out that Brennan is actually still alive. 
And the first thing she does when she sees Brennan come outside to greet her is punch him in the face. The and I feel like this reaction. is the correct reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess that's how we expected Violet to react. But I feel like it makes more sense for Mira's character to be the one that does this. Yeah. Yeah. Why? But I, because I just think that she, like, is, like, the fiery sibling. Oh, I see what you're like, saying. Like, Violet is, like, the younger, like, sibling who, like, worshipped her siblings. Right, right, right. And then right. Mira's, like, the middle who's kind of, like, the, the spunky donkey one. Yeah, like, she was the spunky one. But also, I think it would have been funny if it was, like, a... He gets punched in the face like multiple times moment where like Violet did it and then Mira does it and then someone else. You know what I mean? Like that would be funny too. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like this was such an appropriate. I was like, okay, oh, thank this you. Is the Finally, someone is upset yeah, about you this. You're emoting in a healthy way. Yeah. Like truly. Everyone was just so like, oh my God, he's. And I get it. Like it's exciting. He's alive, whatever. But like still, he lied to you. Like he's been dead. To be fair, when Violet finds out that like Brennan is alive, she's in bed like just like recovering from another I would, you know what I would have been like I would have been like come here for a second sorry come here <laughs> for a second boom yeah, it's like not like she couldn't run up to him and punch him in the face at that moment <laughs> when he walks into her bedroom yeah but um but yeah this is iconic I love this yeah this, this was good um so Violet is still working away at translating the journal but she thinks she's figured out how to raise the wards she thinks that the most powerful riders need to like imbue or like send their power into the wardstone so she gets a group of the most powerful riders in Eretia, including herself in and zayden obviously, obviously um to try it out but obviously it doesn't work so clearly there's still something that she's missing from the journal yeah like, there's she's something like that she's i'm not, not getting something yeah. here um violet starts training with one of the assembly members to start properly training how to use her lightning powers right. since he thinks that how she was being taught in Basgaius was totally inadequate and she needs to learn how to actually aim her lightning strike well, yeah, instead because of just like, letting them go off. Yeah, because like, I think in Apis Guys, like, all they were doing was training, like, this is how you do a lightning strike. Yeah, and they're and like, she, how many can you do in an hour? That's yeah, but all that matters. How the fuck is that important if she can't, like, hit a target? Yeah, it makes more sense for her to be able to wield it effectively, not Agreed. just, like, en masse. Agreed. Um, but obviously this isn't going very well. So he gives her this like orb conduit thingy that she can release her power into when her powers are kind of getting a little bit out of control. Cute. So she's got a little siphon. <laughs> Literally, it's like a little like a little ball, oracle ball thing. Cute. You know, and she has like a little wrist strap so she can just carry it around with her. Mm. Little keychain. Cute. Um, <laughs> can you turn into a little piece of jewelry? No, literally. So all the cadets are going to school in Ryerson House now. And one of the new things that the assembly decides to teach the second years is like rune magic. Mm. Um, because in like Tyrish culture, you can use like different symbols that you create in the air basically with your like hands, like with your fingers. Like you can make like symbols with your fingers. And then that does different kinds of magic. That's very Naruto. So you could like make it like a circle. like Because they describe it as like, oh, you're supposed to be pinching the energy in the air and you're making a symbol with the pinched energy got you kind of okay cute cute okay like I'm you're trying it. to like imagine the energy is real then you're making some symbol that will like or you know allow what, you to or do something. you know what those reminds me of avatar the last airbender when they like do all the stuff with their hands and like phew, like stuff comes out i know yeah. it's not that exactly but, but like, like i see what you're saying like the like hand a little, yeah like a little bit like i get it um and it's it seems very complicated, but that's the whole reason why, um, if you remember, Zayden yeah. gave her that like book on how to make like knots, tearish knots, and she's like, "What the fuck does this have to do with?" And it was because like he was envisioning some point her having to like learn rune magic, so the knots are kind of similar. He couldn't have said, "Hey, them. babe, like this is important for later. Just like remember." Th 
No, because he has to do things like under some kind of guise because I can't he with is these man's people. keeping all the secrets. I can't with these people. Um. Meanwhile, Violet is devising a plan to sneak off to see Viscount Takaris to get his luminary because they really need it at this point. Right. And all the guy wants in return is to see Violet wield some lightning, but Zayden keeps saying no. So she decides to go anyways without him noticing. She's like, I'm going to do it at night. He's not going to know. Um, and Mira and Brennan like kind of suspect that she plans this so they tank along with her cute little, like a little sibling reunion reunion vacation you know so cute um but when they arrive at the viscount's estate zayden is already there i actually lo- i lo- i thought this was fucking hilarious yeah that was funny he was like, like oh hi yeah not surprised you are here <laughs> it was just so good like she's like she's thinking she's all smart and like she's like ooh, like he's gonna like one up pull Zayden. one over him yeah. like whatever Joke's and then she you. and then he he like opens the door and he's like hey <laughs> hey babe what's good waiting for you what took you so long yeah literally i was expecting you a day ago i know um so you do find out that zayden's dad had agreed to an arranged marriage between zayden and takaris's niece katrina in exchange for takaris's allegiance right but when Zayden came of age, he broke the engagement off, which is why, like, that's the reason why everyone thinks that Takaris wouldn't help them anymore. He's butthurt. Because he's, yeah, because he's pissed that Zayden broke off the engagement. Oh, okay. Um, but during the years when he was engaged, basically, to Katrina, he spent a lot of time at Takaris' house. So he knows the lay of the land. He even has his own room there. Oh. Um, yeah, so he's he's very he's intimate. He's, like, in. Yeah. Okay. He knows what's up there. So while they are there, Takaris holds a banquet and forces them all to wear fancy clothes. And Violet wears this, like, beautiful, like, black ball gown. You, I love a ball gown scene. I love. Yeah, me too. I love a ball scene. Oh, the, yeah. Which I want to differentiate from a masquerade Oh, ball. masquerade, only bad things happen in right, masquerade. Right, but a ball, a ball scene? scene? If Elite. you write a fantasy novel and there's no ball scene, you know what? Try I again. Try li- literally, go- that's one thing I love about SJM specifically. Well, I mean, the only time that there's a a ball scene though is in Silver Flames, right? Yeah, but like there's a lot of like dress up opportunities. I Obviously, suppose. like they're then, always like, in beautiful clothes. Yeah, and then like there's one in Crescent City as well, and then yeah. obviously there's one like there's like up two I think in Throne of Glass or whatever. So like I love the fact that she's like really passionate about a ball scene. Oh, I love it because I love picturing like imagining what these ball gowns look like. Oh, if oh. I wrote a book, I would it would be disgusting I, to this day i still think my favorite like fantasy gown is the starfall gown it's gorgeous like i want that in real life i almost can't even fathom how beautiful it looks yeah like that is my favorite fantasy ball gown right now yeah i think hasn't been topped no um, it's gorge so anyway so that there's this banquet she's wearing a beautiful dress katrina is also there and she's wearing red so then violet feels like self-conscious she's like oh i should have picked like a color instead of black but, oh, but like it it's like rider black, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I bet you Zayden fucking loved it. Of course, yeah. It's a very revealing dress, anyway. So he's Ooh, probably like losing his mind. Sexy. Um, and obviously Katrina is is annoying the fuck out of Violet, and all of a sudden, like Violet is feeling like very insecure and angry and like jealous of Katrina. And we find out that Katrina has the power to intensify emotions, and so she's doing this all on purpose to get like a rise out of Violet because Katrina is still pissed that. Zayden is with Violet and not with her. Yeah, she's like Maddox's girlfriend. Yeah. Um, so the main event of the evening, obviously, is Violet showing off her powers to Takaris. So he brings her to this, like, amphitheater, and they all sit in the stands while she goes to the center of the amphitheater. 
very much a la gladiator style. Cute. Um, and they tell her that all she has to do is use her lightning to hit the target, which happens to be like a very large chest. And she's like, great, I can't aim for shit. So this should be easy. Um, but then the chest is open to reveal a venom inside. This was like some boggart yeah, shit from the Yeah, double shit. Yeah, literally. Like, what is going on? So Zayden is like immediately to the rescue, but Violet is like, let me do this. I can handle this yeah. by myself. But Brennan and Mira come to aid her, though. Um, Mira is, like, using her force field to try to protect them from, like, the venom that starts, like, sucking, like, oh, life true. out of the earth. Um, then it's raining, and the arena is, like, getting flooded with water, and Violet has, like, a brilliant idea and tells her siblings to, like, get out of there. And then she kills the venom by, like, electrocuting him through the water. This like, she'll, good. She, like, shoots the lightning through the water, and then he gets electrocuted. Love. Yeah. That's good. Because she knows there was no way smart. that she was going to hit yeah. the target. Like, yeah. there was just no chance. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't happening. <laughs> yeah. So, now that Violet has shown off her powers, she negotiates with Takaris the terms for the luminary. So, Takaris will give them the luminary in exchange for weapons, and he wants them to take the cadet Griffin Flyers um, with them since their academy was mm. destroyed by Navarre. And he wants them to train the Griffin Flyers in their new, sco- new school in Eretia. Cute. Um, so Zayden and co. agree to these terms. But there is a major caveat. To get to Eretia, they have to fly over a very tall mountain. But this altitude is too high for Griffins to fly over. Mm. So the only way to get to Eretia for the Griffins is to trek up the mountain by foot. You know what? And go through this very if, steep pass. If I that. was a student, I I'm like, I'm a like, stay. I would have been like, you know what? College dropout. Yeah, <laughs> I would have been like, that. it's fine. I don't pass. I don't, don't do worry about stuff. me. You know what? Don't even worry about me. You go. Like, you I'll sh- be I'll, here. I'll be here. I'll hold down the fort. Yeah. I volunteer to rebuild the old college. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'll start building it. You go I there. I'll, been, I'll, be, I'll be at the old college. I like, would have been. Building it brick by brick. Yeah, I would have been Bob the fucking builder up in that shit and been like, okay. Yeah, because this past seems like very precarious yeah it has like all these like booby traps yeah. not to avoid it seems like intense um so the rider cadets meet the griffin cadets in uh peromial, po- peromial or however you want to say it to climb the mountain into the terrandor together yeah so a group of rider cadets are assigned to a group of griffin cadets and of course violet and her friends are assigned to katrina's naturally because they they just can't let violet be away from this terrible terrible girl yeah um, so on the trek up, Violet starts talking to um, a Griffin flyer, uh, Marin, who is one of Katrina's friends. Mm-hmm. And Marin is actually like very nice. And she tells Violet about how their academy works. Mm. So in order to bond to a Griffin, you have to basically go to this clip and jump off. And if you land on a Griffin, then you get to bond to it. And if you don't land on the Griffin, Violet's like, oh, you die. <laughs> And Marin is like, uh, no, you just land in the water and then you swim out. Like, what the fuck is up with you? Yeah, like, she's like, are you guys okay yeah. out there? Um, like, like if you don't land on the griffin, you just land, you just go for a nice swim and then you find something else to do at the academy. Like, no worries. See, um, this, this is what I'm talking about. Like, and then she's like, why the fuck does it make sense to kill cadets for no reason? Like, you. And I'm like, truer words have never been Like, spoken. why are, you're literally at war. Like, why are you Yeah, you, you can't, those, like, you okay, know. like, fine, you don't bond with a dragon, what go be an infantry cadet yeah, or like, like, ride a horse don't you need as many people as you can muster at this point like, like a cook you're, you're a nurse, really not a at a, in a place you're you're fighting all these venom the venom are like limitless and so dumb you're just like getting rid of these cadets like willy-nilly that just goes to show you how fucked up all the riders are at best guide because immediately violet's mind was like oh like you die and <laughs> yeah. the girl's probably looking at her being like 
No. What is you just are water? You, are you guys go okay? for a swim. Like, Blink what? twice if you need help. Um, so I just thought that was funny because I, I guess um, that was it was nice for like Rebecca Yaris to actually poke fun at the stupidity of that plot point. Yeah. Through this. I wonder if that was like always a thing or if it was like after she published her first book and everyone was like, what the fuck? And she was like, fuck. Yeah, because <laughs> like you really this. think that they would need every person that they can get to fight against the venom. But no, this is kill some children. You know what? I'm going to give a really hot take here. Okay. I feel like sometimes authors publish their first book and then their second book comes out. Okay, wait, let me backtrack. They publish their first book. Then everyone obviously like reads the book, reviews it, and then uh, everyone gives their two cents and people start talking about like plot holes or like, you know, things that the characters do that are weird or like, you know, things that the characters say. kind of fix And it. then in book two, it's like very blatantly addressed. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm kind of like, girl get off twitter like but wouldn't you rather an author like fix the mistakes of plot holes i guess but like but like or would you rather them never address it and just be like okay there has to be like a balance though like a plot hole i'm not mad at because like plot hole is like about the plot but then sometimes it's like like someone comment like oh my god like her thoughts are so toxic and then in the next book like she'll be like oh my god that was so toxic but i wonder like i wonder how much of that is the case in this situation because the first two books did come out really close together mm. and a lot of writing of iron flame was kind of already done yeah and i mean this is like no shade specifically to rebecca yaros like really applies to her or i feel like but i i do notice this in books sometimes where i'm like "Ooh, you definitely saw the same tiktok i saw i'm like going to go fix it you know what i what i hate more than that though is when like an author doesn't really know where she's taking the story so she'll start like seeing people's theories and like take the ones she likes you gonna name names no, I, I don't know. Oh, okay. Do you want to name a name? I was like, do you have someone in mind? No. Do you? I kind of, like, my mind went to JLA because I feel like she kind of wrote herself into a corner for a bit, like, with the with the From Blood and Ash series, because for a while I was like, I don't know where this woman's going with this story. I still don't know where she's going And I don't know it. if she knows where she's going with no, this No, but, story. like, I feel like that sometimes can happen, you know, or or what happens is, is and this happens a lot with shows, mm. which I hate, too. It's like people will figure out who the who the villain is figure out how the show ends and then mm. just out of spite to keep everyone guessing mm. um the writers will change the ending true instead of keeping what originally intended just for that shock factor true and then it ends up being shitty and like that's not a good ending but they do it just to keep you guessing because mm. technically everyone figured out how they originally wanted to end yeah and i think that's what happened with game of thrones Me, to be I honest. Was, you took the words right out of my mouth and i was like i know everyone's like oh like martin he gave like the the plot to the i genuinely think that first of all the reason why he's taking he needs to release these books number one number two honestly i'm late, i would I not be surprised if he ends up kind of changing the end of the books given the audience reception however he hasn't really sh- like even in the books like he doesn't shy away from like killing people but I don't like left think right he center. necessarily ever said that that was how he wanted the books to end i just think like i don't think that's how we wanted the books to end i don't think he specific okay i'm not even gonna give a spoiler warning for game of thrones because like it's been it's out been forever. it's been if but like in yeah. the shows daenerys dies dies by Jon snow's uh, hand i'll never get over that and i feel like rude I don't know necessarily if her death was something that he had, like, or maybe maybe it was planned, but the way the show did it was so rushed because it just didn't make sense to lead up to that. Like, if that was the lead up, I think we needed 
more seasons to lead up to that. Yeah, you know? because the whole like Daenerys's mad plot. Yeah. I'm like, okay, fine. You want to make like, Daenerys her madness mad? in the moment was kind of justified. Like, yeah, a little bit. I was like, I forgive women like a wrongs. man would do worse. You no, know and what I'm they saying? have done worse. So I think that if, if that if we were leading up to that moment, I think like I could plausibly believe it if there was more buildup. I needed like a season yeah. of watching her be entirely unhinged. Exactly. For me to like be like, you know what? He did what he had to do to like save yeah. the people. Because as it stood, I was like, okay, so she went a little crazy. So she just deal. watched her best friend's head get chopped off. Like I would, you do would the be same. a little crazy too. Tell me you wouldn't do any different. Anyways. I would have done the same. Massive so. side <laughs> bar there. But anyways interested to see where this season or where the next book goes Same based series. off of like all the theories that people have for mm-hmm. the next book mm-hmm. but anyway so they're still passing they're still walking through this path to get to Eretia um and you also find out that a hatchling was born in Eretia which basically alerts like all magical beings nearby that there are dragons in Eretia which is bad news bears because their location has been like a secret up until now mm. but now any wyvern that are like kind of nearby might get a sense of their location, meaning that they need to really get those wards up stat. Right. They got to, they got to, yeah, on delay with that. So anyways, as they continue their climb, there are, a, like I was saying, there are a bunch of booby traps that have been set by like the tears people back in the day so that no one could just like go through this pass easily. Right. So um, the rider cadets are navigating this path, trying to disarm the booby traps or like avoid the booby traps altogether. Right. And they have like, a map where they think most of the booby traps like should be okay um and one of the traps they have to avoid by like jumping over it um so one of the griffin one of the griffin riders dies in the process of trying to jump over this trap um and unlike the dragons who can survive when their riders die if a griffin flyer dies so does the griffin oh shit yeah this part was sad i felt bad so in this whole kerfuffle of this uh flyer dying cat blames or katrina's they call her cat mm-hmm. um blames violet for the death of the flyer riddick gets injured brennan is trying to mend him and then all of a sudden wyvern show up out of nowhere of course and they're like Shit. attacking them or whatever um but then violet manages to kill them all by ele- like electrocuting the clouds that they are all flying smart in. yeah she's like she tells all the dragons to get out of the way get out of that cloud and then she electrocutes the cloud okay and well because there's like watering clouds right like, yeah she's smart. she's starting to like that's a, you know what? Use her big girl brain you got to use your big girl brain sometimes yeah. um so they finally make it to eritia and the flyers and the riders are paired up to form new combined squads and obviously katrina's squad is paired up with violets because violet can never be rid of this girl Truly. Honestly, who has it out for her? No, like, why does like, she why? keep getting paired up with it's this It's because girl? Katrina's squad is the most powerful and Violet's squad okay, is the fair. most powerful. So they're like two and two right, equals right, four. Right. Um, they all do their training together, including, including learning how to do like rune magic, which of course Katrina is a fast learner to, much to Violet's chagrin. I hate that. Cringe. What's that word? That, chagrin. Chagrin. That's chagrin. That's yeah. It. I was like, what was I saying? <laughs> um, so yeah. So now they're all working together and Violet is not that happy. Right. Um, Zayden also, or, or sorry, not Zayden, but Dane also helps. Um, she starts helping Violet translate like Warwick's journal because he also knows the language that it's in pretty well. Um, because clearly she's missing something from right. his journal. And Dane's like, well, let me help. Yeah. So Violet lets him. 
Things nice. are getting dicey at the school, though, and a lot of fights are breaking out now that the Flyers are there because the Flyers and the Riders don't get along. They all hate one another. Yeah. So the professors give them all one more chance to get out all of their aggression. They're like, we're going to have a sparring match. This so like, okay. each Flyer is paired with a Rider to fight like a hand-to-hand combat fight on the sparring mat. Um, one second, Pepper just stepped on my laptop, but I lost my <laughs> She's like so. T- she keeps um, like trying to close her like electronics. I, I swear, like, to God. please. Okay, where was I? Oh, okay. So yeah. So 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 they're fighting hand to hand combat fights on right. the sparring mat, and that's where the fighting has to end. Like you you take it out with the with the flyer that you have some problems with, and then that's you just it. Fuck them up. And there the rules are no magic allowed. Okay. So of course Katrina challenges Violet. Right. Naturally. And Katrina is cheating by using her magic to manipulate Violet's emotions, making her super jealous and angry. And she's also like taunting Violet the entire time being like, you're just his rebound after me. Everything he learned in bed, he learned from me. Like I was his first, blah, blah. I taught him how to do that thing with his fingers, blah, blah, blah. And Violet is like, what the fuck is your problem? Like, leave me it's the fuck alone. It's giving Tamlin at the High Lord meeting. Literally. Um, and Katrina is like, well, he should be with me. And she basically confirms that she doesn't really, like, love Violet. It's not – or Zayden. <laughs> she, <doesn't love> <laughs> she really she doesn't, doesn't love Violet. But she also doesn't love Zayden. Like, that's not it for her. Yeah. She just wants to be with him so that she can basically be the queen of um, – Tyrandor? Tyrandor, because he's technically the king. So she's like, I want to be his queen. Oh, my God. So cute. Um, Violet, though, manages to – That he's pin- the king, not that – Oh, could- yeah. Cat wants yeah. <laughs> Violet manages to pin Katrina and almost kills her, like, in rage. But then they are separated. And Zayden – like then drags Violet out so that she can cool off and he brings her to the throne room where he sits her down on his throne and goes down on her. And this is where we get the my house, my chair, my woman line. And like, it's up to you to decide if you think that's cringy or not. But for me, it was cringy. Okay. Okay. You like it. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Mm, See, it wasn't for me. I, you know what? I got the ick a little. See, but it's one of those things where it's like, if someone said this to me in real life, absolute big ick, I'd be like, whoa, red flag, pump the brakes, this is disgusting, what's going on? In a fantasy novel, though? Generally, I I would say yes, but there was something about this line that just didn't hit it for me. Okay. I don't know, there was just something about it, I was like... I Maybe it's the my woman... I, I just like cringed part i, was like, I think Ugh. it's like the my woman part that's like the worst part for me because it's like she, he's lumping her like in it, with all I would his like possessions if it was see i mean it's not the case because they're not married but like i feel like it would have been sexier if it was my wife yeah or something i don't know like, yeah I, yeah well it's just yeah i don't know you know what i don't really like when men call like like, like woman. my woman yeah i don't know well, i don't, like I don't know what word he else he would use for her in this case i, I guess, guess. Maybe um just... i do like the scene in general though Me too. so i would still give it like probably a five spice like, pepper like rating I, like i said how many peppers would you give it i would give it like a 4.5 like yeah. i, I liked like it the scene. i just thought that line it wasn't for me at the, when i was reading it i really liked the line like I, no, obviously i like, never liked the, line. the post not clarity first, of it all the I was first like, even from no for me from the get-go i was like i know you did i remember you telling me that you were like not into it i was I like, feel like this no. line is very divisive so i I'm, think so divisive i do think that there's a lot of people that were like super into it but i just like was not in that camp i can't wait to hear what people think i need to know. yeah um so yeah so for me it was on, it was more on the cringe side okay but that's okay i still like I still like the scene. And right. it was like, uh, and then she tries to like reciprocate and he was like, no, I need to prove to you that like 
I don't just like want your body. Like that's not. I just want honestly you. hot. So like, <laughs> yeah. He was like, just let me do this for you, as he should. And, yeah, I like that part. Yeah. Um. So yeah, at this point, it's basically confirmed that like Zayden is kind of the king of Tyrandor, but they haven't really had a king in like many years. But that's like, like his, they did. But like his father was like. The highest position in Tyrandor. Yeah. And, like, their family is descended from, like, the last king or whatever. So, so technically, if they had a king, he'd be the king. It'd be him. Yeah. But he reassures Violet that Katrina doesn't stand a chance and he only has eyes for Violet. Oh. And that's what she needs to hear sometimes. You know, sometimes you just need to, you need you just like need to be words told. Of, like, affirmation. Words of affirmation. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, so, Dane and Violet continue working on the journal and time is ticking because the Venon keep, like, taking over cities, like, closer and closer to Aratia. So they know that the Venon are, like, coming for them and their dragons. Violet thinks that they might have figured out how to raise the wards, but it comes at a price. If they raise the wards, then the Griffin Flyers will lose their powers. So Violet mm-hmm. decides to keep this information to herself for now. True. And hold off on raising the wards for as long as possible. Fair. So I'm going to take over from here. Um, okay. So in class, the flyers and riders are given a challenge to work together to find hidden runes. So basically, they're sent on like a scavenger hunt and are put in like teams. And of course, Violet's put together with Katrina. I'm really, did no one see them almost murder each other? Maybe they're like, you, you need to learn to work together. Well, clear, so we're going to put you together just at don't all get time. along. Yeah, you know what? They don't have to like each other. Like, Normalize so not liking people. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and have to be she's friends. paired along with Sloane and, like, another girl named Vizia. That's how I said it. Sure. Let's go with that. Okay. Um, Violet's team manages to track a rune down to a cave. And while they're searching the cave, Sloane and Violet are talking. And I'm not really sure how they get onto this topic. But, like, Sloane tells Violet that if a rider bonds to a dragon who was previously bonded to a family member, then either they go insane or they develop a second signet. But in most cases, they go insane. And I'm just like... Yeah, I don't remember how they got on this topic. I think that they might have been talking about. Yeah, I don't even remember. I don't remember either, to be honest. I feel like I remember this book even less than you. So. Like Sloan, they were just having some friendly conversation. And then all of a sudden they're talking about. Sloan's like, oh, by the way. Like, if you bond a dragon who was bonded to your uncle. And this seems like so funny because it's like, oh, yeah, either you go insane or you become like super fucking sick and powerful. Yeah. Like, it's like, what a dichotomy. Um. And then, obviously, this immediately throws Violet for a loop because Sigail was previously bonded to Zayden's grandfather. But before she gets, like, a chance, like, connect the dots, Solus shows up in the cave. And Solus, if you remember, is Varys's Yeah, dragon. Varys' dragon. Um, uh, Wait. At this point, do we know if they have second signets? If who has second signets? Zayden. Do we know if he's a second signet or a cray-cray person at this point? Well, no. What do okay. you mean? Like, how would you know? Violet's just finding out that could be a possibility. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> My bad. No one has second signets to anyone's knowledge at this point. At this point in time, yeah. okay? Because I was like, wait. They're just saying that in most cases, if you bond a dragon that was previously go bonded cooks. to your family member, you in most situations you go insane. Okay, okay, okay. Got you, got you. <laughs> that took me a while. Yeah. What are you talking about? That I don't know. Like, I was like trying. I was trying to connect the yet. dots, and I was like not connecting. You were connecting the dots just like Violet was. But if we're being honest. When this conversation went down, I was confused and I did not connect the dots either. I was like, what? I was like, how is that relevant? But yeah. Then I got sidetracked. Then I got distracted by By Solus. Solus. Because Solus escaped after they killed Varish and used the tunnel system in the mountain to track them down. So he was just like this like big dragon like walking around in the tunnel. He must not be that big though. Like if you're walking in a tunnel. 
Yeah. Um, he kills Vizia, and I was like, whoop. And the rest of the group try to escape. Tarn is trying to get there as soon as he can. Um, but it's going to be really hard for him to fin the cave. But then Andarna shows up and kills Solus herself. And she's now considered a dragon slayer. And this is not necessarily a good thing to be referred to as a dragon because it, like, marks your soul when, like, a dragon kills another dragon. But the elder dragons agree not to punish her since she was acting in self-defense. And I feel like that's good because yeah, so checks out. she wasn't, like... She wasn't doing she, uh, anything. Well, Varys was going to kill Andarna if she didn't kill him first. Or, yeah, Solus was going to kill her. What did uh, I say? Varys. But he's already dead. Oh, he's dead. No, Solus is dead. Varys is dragon. Solus was going to kill yeah. Andarna if she didn't do it first. Um, Violet wants to confront Zayden about what she just discovered, but there's no time because the Venom are coming. They're always coming. They're never They're always coming. not coming. So they have to raise the wards regardless if the Griffin Flyers will lose their powers or not. They give the Griffin Flyers the option to stay or leave, telling them that if they say they will be powerless, but the Griffin Flyers decide ultimately to stay and help them fight the Venom. Um, so they go to raise the wards, and what Violet discovers is that in order to raise the wards, you need the most powerful of each dragon type. So basically like six dragons in total, one for each type, to breathe fire on the wardstone um and then also the riders have to imbue their power into the wardstone like to charge it which they were doing slowly over time prior to this moment um this was kind of fuzzy to me like, yeah I, was like, I don't really get this but whatever it works yay good for them they all go off to fight the venom now stunning violet and zayden stick together and right before the venom arrive violet finally confronts Zayden and grills him, asking him if he has a second signet. And Zayden tries to deny it, um, begging her to stop prying. But Violet slowly pieces it together and it's revealed that Zayden is an intrinsic. But she's not a regular, like, he's not a regular intrinsic. He's a cool intrinsic. He's the type of intrinsic that can specially read people's intentions. So not reading their mind, like he can't be like, like he's not like, Oh, today I had for breakfast. Like, you know what I mean? He's yeah, like, yeah. Reading the intent of people. Yeah. But like, this is the part in the book where he's where he's literally like, please, like, drop it. Like, don't, like, stop prying. Because she literally was grilling him. And like, this is when he goes, like, how long do you think it would take to fall out of love with me? And then when she's like, you're an intrinsic, he's like, less than a minute. Yeah, yeah but. <laughs> He's like, let's took you less than a minute to fall out of love with me. Oh, okay. Because I'm not going to lie. When I first read that part, I didn't get it. Really? Yeah. I was like, I was having a really dumb moment. I was like, what is this? I, I was like, what do you mean less than a minute? But then like, it took her less than a minute to fall out of love yeah. with him. Yeah. Because he was like, if you keep asking me, like, yeah, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. yeah we're yeah. going to figure it out. And yeah. like, how long is it? How long do you think it's going to take for you to fall out of love with me? Let me tell you. Less than a minute. Less than a minute, babes. Once yeah. you figured it out. Exactly. Um, so Apis Gaeth, people are instantly killed if it is discovered they are an intrinsic. So Zayden had to obviously keep it a secret from everyone. And if you remember in the first book, like that one guy who like manifested his signet power, they just like killed him on the spot. Yeah, it was really awful. Um, no one knows except for Sigil, who told him to keep it hidden, and Sigil didn't even tell Tarn, which is like a big thing because they're yeah, bonded. And Tarn was like pissed when yeah. he found out. He's like, he was like, kept this secret for me this whole time. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, the fight is interrupted by the arrival of Venon riding their Weavern, but the wards work, and when the Weavern try to attack and pass the wards, they immediately die and fall to their death. So the Venon end up retreating, and I'm like, yeah. So it doesn't really end up oh being much of a fight. Thank God, because I wouldn't know what's happening. If no, there was literally. A real fight. 
Um, back at Royerson house, they notice that clearly there's something wrong with the wards because the Griffin Riders still have their powers. Um, they also get a message from General Melgren from Navarre asking the assembly to meet with him. Apparently, he has seen that the Venon will attack Navarre and Navarre will lose. So he's asking the assembly to join forces and help him. At first, the assembly is like, no way are we meeting with him. There's no way we're helping them, blah, blah, blah. But the assembly does end up going to meet with Melgren and his officers. Um, Violet's mother is also there, but Brennan stays hidden. The assembly hears Melgren out, but then Brennan comes out and says that the revolution refuses to help Navarre. Violet's mom is like, gasp, Brennan, you're alive. But Brennan wants absolutely nothing to do with her. Um, As the assembly is leaving, Violet's mom gives Violet Lyra's journal, the one that Violet lost when she was captured and tortured by Varish. Her mom warns her that she won't be able to make the wards properly using Warwick's journal because Warwick wanted to keep the power for himself while Lyra wanted it to be shared. Yeah, I think it's also confirmed at some point when they get back to like Ryerson House, like after this meeting or something, that like the wards clearly aren't working properly because when they go back to Eritrea, some of the wyvern that had like crossed the border and like died are like not really dead dead like there's kind of coming back to life yeah so it's like, like something's so not something's right not working 100 percent. exactly um can you imagine seeing like the son you thought died like that's wild that is pretty wild and then he was just like fuck you mom he was like left. i hate you yeah yeah wild um back at person house violet gives lyra's journals to jacina or jacinia i said jacina jacinia since it's in a language that violet isn't familiar with but jacinia is able to translate it because she's fucking great violet also tells zayden that she loves him regardless of his second signet um we also learn a bit more about zayden's mom apparently she was like contractually married to zayden's father and was like told that once she produced an heir she could leave so when zayden was very young his mom disappeared and he hasn't heard from her since interesting that's definitely gonna come back to bite yeah. us all in the ass do you have any theories i have none Personally. Um, we'll talk about it when we get to the series. Oh, okay. The series okay. part. Because I, I put it back there. So. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. We'll, talk, we'll save this okay. again. We'll save it. Um, Violet realizes that the Venon won't attack Navarre until the wards at Biscayeth fall. So clearly the Venon have, like, a plan for the wards to fall. Um, Violet wants to help Navarre because Biscayeth is where the dragon hatching ground is. So it's super rich with, like, energy. And if the Venon get there and leech the energy from that land, they'll be basically unstoppable. Violet tells the assembly that they have to go fight to protect Biscayeth in order to protect the dragons and the wards there but brennan and some of the assembly disagree so they basically split up at this point um whoever wants to help in the fight will head to biscayeth brennan decides to stay behind but mira decides to go with violet to biscayeth the flyers also stay behind since they'll be useless in biscayeth because the wards actually work there um, when Zayden and Co. get to Biscayeth, they find only a few students and teachers there because Melgren has stationed everyone he can at the border that he thinks will be attacked. So Biscayeth is pretty undefended. Um, Violet's mother is still there and they convince her that Biscayeth will be attacked and that it needs to be protected. She tells them that the wards in Biscayeth are still working fine, but when Violet goes to check, they find the guards there have been killed and Jack fucking Barlow is there and turns out he was venom the entire time. And then Nolan was trying to heal him and bring him back to normal. And that's why Nolan looks so exhausted this entire books. Jack then kills his own dragon and in the process destroys the wards. And I'm like. Yeah. So I think like when he kills his dragon, his like dragon falls and like breaks the ward stone in like half or something like that. So then that breaks the wards. That's wards are like, down. What was the po- like le- leave him dead. I can't believe he tried to bring him back to life. No, I don't think he died. 
at all. Oh. I think he survived that fall. And then they saw that he was Venom. And they've been trying to turn him into... Like, back, he was their experiment back to, a to see if they could reverse the Venom process. Because I guess if they could do that, then hypothetically they could do that to other people as well. Stupid. Obviously, it wasn't going to so work. So, they were. he was like their guinea pig, I guess. And it didn't work. No, Because here not. he is, absolutely unhinged. Um, they managed to capture Jack using the, like, serum that they had given the cadets before that, like, cuts their powers. So, it cuts off his powers, but it's too late because he accomplished his mission of bringing down the ward. So, it's, like, a non-issue now. At this point, you might as well let him we'll go. Be like, on your way. Yeah, just <laughs> go. See you later. Go join the Venom. No go problem. Ahead. <laughs> like, we already fucked up by bringing you back here. So everyone at Biscayas prepares for battle. The Weaverin will probably be there by morning. So they all take some time to sleep and like strategize. Brennan, I would be so nervous. Like, you know, in like movies when they always do like the night before the big battle and everyone's like drinking around the fire and like they're all like, I would literally their, like, be memories. like, I would literally be Might like not screaming, see you crying, tomorrow. throwing up, I know. shitting my pants. I would not be able like, to sleep. No. I, and not in, like, an excited way. I'd no. literally be, like, shaking in my fucking boots. So true. Um, Brennan shows up with the flyers to help, and the battle begins. And just, like, any fight scene, like... Glossed over. I don't it. know what the Super fuck's confused. happening. Blah, blah, blah. There's some highlights, though. There's, like, a bajillion Weaver and, and Venom, but they still manage to kill a ton of them. In the process, Sawyer almost dies, but Violet manages um, to save him, but he loses his leg, becoming <laughs> heck up basically <laughs> it becomes hiccup from how i trained your yeah. dragon yeah this story is basically just <laughs> how i trained your dragon yeah so sawyer is now the new hiccup so i hope that they give him like a bionic leg that can like attach to the dragon and like he can fly the dragon with his bionic leg exactly because it'll be just like it. yeah um justinia finishes translating the journals at this point and figures out how to raise the wards but she's kind of like loki this doesn't make sense because it says there are seven dragon types not six but they've always been taught that there have been only six dragon types basically so then it hits violet bing 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 light bulb moment that andarna is the seventh dragon type yeah i think like at this moment violet specifically remembers like a comment that like andarna made about like how she's like i'm gonna be the head of my own dragon house or whatever yeah and it wasn't just like a shitty teenager comment she was like being so for real yeah yeah um and all the pieces are starting to fall into place for um like violet violet confronts andarna about it and andarna confirms that she's a special kind of dragon and that she's been waiting 650 years to hatch and be violet's dragon specifically yeah she's like i've been waiting for you and then she's like and then when i heard that like this girl with silver hair was going to be you know here here i was like that's you're mine I want that. I want you. That's why I wanted to bond this year so that I could have you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, interesting. Okay. I love a woman who gets what she wants, though. Yeah. So good for her. Um, and Darna isn't a black dragon, but like her scales are kind of like iridescent and they allow her to camouflage in any environment. And like, why does she change to black? Isn't it just because she really likes Tarn? Read and the she- next sentence. And Darna's also. Keep going. Oh, okay. Sorry, a guy didn't read ahead. Oh my god, guys, I'm not gonna. Like, Cat took the whole point on this, like, um, this summary. So, like, as I'm reading, like, I'm also surprised that some of this stuff that's coming. Out. You're like, wait, what? What's the reason for that? I was like, explained in the next sentence. Yeah, because like, okay, and Darna's also the only one left of her kind, and the dragons have been sworn to secrecy about this. And Darna's also like, she's like cute, and she's like, oh, like I just like to pretend to be like a black dragon because she wishes she was like tarn so she like but we know that she like idolizes him basically yes so she's not a black dragon she's basically the seventh type 
like dragon sparkle dragon is basically like a chameleon yeah like a chameleon dragon yeah Ooh, i wonder what i wonder if she'll decide to like stay black or if she'll like choose something else at some point maybe she just picks whatever color she wants depending on oh my god mood. like every day she's like a mood ring <gasps> she is like a mood ring and darn is a mood ring confirmed um so essentially in order to fix a wardstone they would have to get one of each dragon type to blow fire into the wardstone but once a dragon uses their power on a wardstone they aren't able to do it again on another wardstone so it's kind of like a one and done type deal and since andarna is the only one of her kind if they fix the wardstones at bezgaith they won't be able to fix the wards in orisha um, Violet tells Zayden and asks him to choose between Beskyeth and his home and he's like my home is whatever like is wherever you are anyway so they choose to save Beskyeth and that, that was cute that was it's cute. like well we're here now and if we don't save it now no, we're but, all dead anyway I mean so, like logically speaking this was yeah, the it was only the right logical call. answer like there was no real choice yeah, really um, Violet goes to raise the wards Brennan was using his powers to give the wardstone the jack like bro like trying to fix it or whatever but the problem is that the wardstone still has to be imbued with power before the seven dragons can breathe fire onto it so violet starts using her powers to like imbue it but she doesn't have enough energy to do it on her own she literally decides that she will become venom if it means saving everyone so just as she's about to tap into that power and turn like herself venom her mom stops her she's like stop and well, usually, like, tackles her. It's yeah. Not like a, it's not like a gentle pat on the shoulder. Stop, honey. I got Stop, this. Stop, sweetheart. No, She's like, sh- like, tackles her to the ground, like, binds her. Yeah. It's gets like, someone to hold her down out of the way. It's, like, a big thing. Yeah. So, and she uses Sloan as a conduit to fill the wardstone with her own power. So, this drains and kills Mommy General Sword Gale in the process. But she basically does it in order to save her children. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like... I wasn't really allowed to like bond with this character, so kind of like, like I was sad that- because like what she says when she dies is sad. Yeah, but being like I love you, like I was, I've always been proud of you. Like this thing that yeah. she said was like hit home. Yeah, but like it's not like I was devastated by her death. I because- didn't feel emotionally connected to her character. Yeah, I already didn't like her that much to begin with. Yeah, you know, so I was like, yeah. whatever. This was yeah. Um, the dragons then breathe fire onto the stone, and the wards are fixed. Yay, hurrah! So fun, so fresh. While this was all going down and Violet almost turned Venom, Zayden was also fighting a super powerful Venom like on his own and he's like about to lose a fight. Like it's like bad news bears up in here. Um, but the wards are fixed so all the Weavern die and the battle ends and they're victorious. Yay, stunning. Um, Violet then goes to find Zayden and Zayden refuses to look her in the eye and he's like all like, oh my God, like no, don't look at yeah, me. Yeah, he's like, like averting her eyes. Don't perceive me. And he's like, would you still love me no matter what? He basically pulls like a, would you still love me if I was a worm? <laughs> literally. Like he's like, would you still Because he's a worm me? now. Ex- no, literally. Violet is super confused. And when he finally looks her in the eye, she realizes that he's venom now. <gasps> Shocked. Yep. Shocking. And that's technically how the book ends. And then they have an epilogue. Yeah. See, like, stop with the epilogues. Like, that is a major, like, jaw-dropping moment. I don't mm-hmm. need an epilogue. Yeah. So basically the epilogue is like turns out that during the fight that Zayden was about to lose against the Venon, like the sage or like whatever the fuck. The general. I don't know if it was a general or a sage or I whatever. I don't know. Like I someone high up in the ranks. Like once like once people start fighting, I'm like, let's just get yeah, it's just let's just get through. Um he used a little too much power to defeat the Venon and in the process turned Venon himself. Yeah, so like remember how they had that like both Violet and Zayden were having, like, a shared dream at one point where they were being, like, taunted by, like, a Venon general. Yeah, yeah. Saying that, like, oh, you will turn Venon for something other than power. You'll turn for love. And, like, technically, both That's- Zayden and Violet were about to both turn 
venom for the same reason yeah like they didn't they didn't do it because they were like i want to be powerful yeah they both do it for love but violet gets stopped in the process when she's about to do it whereas there's no one to stop zayden from doing it right so he's venom now so it comes that dream kind of comes to fruition for him not for her um and basically the way the book ends ends is Zayden goes to the dungeons to ask Jack if there's any way of going back to being normal, like a normal human now that he's been in. And Jack is like, ha ha ha, you dumb bitch, laughs in his face. And he says, there's no cure, but welcome to the family, babe. And that's how the book ends. <sighs> that's wild. It is wild. I I do see find- like it was still a fun ride when you No, yeah, I do find it again, like, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, I do find myself excited for the third Yeah, ride. Okay. it's gonna be good. Theory. Um, so theory. So we'll start off by just talking about a bit of highlights from Rebecca Yaris's interview with mm-hmm. Entertainment Weekly because she does go through a lot mm-hmm. um, and talks a lot about book three and that. So one thing that's going to be addressed or she says will be talked about in book three is the whole thing about the difference between being high versus venom. Because right. there are instances where there's a lot of people being described as like having like like a red, red rim rimmed eyes, yeah. their eyes. And everyone's like, well, are they high or are they a venom? Mm. Um, and she's like, well... We'll talk about that. We'll talk about it. Um, Put a pin in that. She also does confirm that there's no love triangles. Dane was never supposed to be a love triangle. It was more about, like, your first love, like, seeing what you like you thought yeah. you wanted versus, Fair. like, what you actually want. Fair. And also, there's no love triangle between Zayden and Katrina and her. Um, Zayden has made his choice. So, if there's any problems in their relationship, it's because of Violet and she, her not trusting herself and her choices. Nothing to do with him not believe, choosing her. I can't believe it's all Violet's fault. Something will, yeah. Well, I mean, like... I know. She has trust issues with him right. as well because he's not very forthcoming. Naturally. Um, another thing, we'll learn more about Jack in book three and when he actually turned Venom. Because um, at some point in book one, he turned Venom. So but we'll we just act- don't know when. Yeah. So we'll get more about, like, when, when that actually happened. Maybe it was kind of like as he was, like, almost dying, he used, like, every little bit of any power he had left um, to stay I think alive. it's before that. You think it's before? Yeah, because I think he was really pissed off when he didn't get to bar- uh, bond with Taren. Like, he wanted the most powerful dragon. And he didn't get and it. And he feels like, like, he deserves better. So he wants more power. Dumb. So I think it might have been before that. Okay, fair. Um, You also get confirmation that like venom can remain bonded to dragon. that was one of my biggest things because i was like what about Sigail? so What's she does she doesn't Seagale? really talk much about how zayden's relationship with Sigail will change now that he's venom i'm sure that's but she says obviously it's gonna be a big plot point in book three that's why she doesn't want to like mm-hmm. talk about it but she does confirm that venom can remain bonded to dragons mm-hmm. um but like whether or not that like hinders their relationship is a different thing um, also, the process of creating Venom and if there's any way of reversing it will also be explored in book mm-hmm. three. Obviously, because Zayden is now Venom. That's going to be a massive probably plot point. going to be finding, trying to find a way to heal him or reverse this or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, another big thing is it's 100% confirmed that Violet has a second signet and that everything you need to know about what her second signet is, is in Iron Flame. So for all of the deep divers who literally analyze every single word of a book i'm sure you could probably figure it out not me wasn't us no it was um, not us so i don't know what it is and i'm sure once i find out once we find out it's all gonna be like oh we're gonna be like oh my god oh we're my so gosh that's dumb. what that sentence sentencement totally glossed over it makes so much so sense good. it was it was buried in one of the battle yes. scenes that we like don't read but there are like a bunch of theories so i'll kind of like talk a bit about like the theories of mm-hmm. what people think is her second signet mm-hmm 
So one of them, which I personally don't subscribe to, is that she can speak to the dead slash bring back the dead. I also don't agree with this one because literally didn't Rebecca Yarrow say in an interview that like Liam, like because she had a flashback of Liam, right? Yeah. It was just her mind. It was just her mind like conjuring comfort. Yeah, comfort. Like who she would see in that moment is Liam. Yeah. Um, But people think that, you know, that's just a cover and she can bring back the dead or speak to the dead. And that's mm-hmm. why she saw Liam when she was being tortured. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still don't know how that signet would be helpful to the plot. Like, I think it has to be a signet that's, like, actually helpful. And unless, like, Zayden dies at some point and mm-hmm. she has to bring it back to life, mm-hmm. I just don't see this as being the signet. Right. Um, there's a tons of other theories. One of them is compulsion that she can kind of, like, tell people what to do without even realizing it. Because a lot of times, like, I don't think that makes sense, though, because if that were the case, then Zayden would tell her everything when she tells him Yeah, because to. literally the entire book, she's like, please tell me. And he's like, no. And yeah. just like walks away. So that one's, I don't subscribe to that one. Another one is distance wheeling, which apparently is a very, they, apparently they mention in this book as being a very rare signet. And that's why people think Violet will have it. What is that? Distance, like she can do things far. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know, actually. We are not your authorities on Iron Flame, let me tell you. Um, but that's a theory. Anyways, distance wheeling. Okay, when I think distance wheeling, maybe it means that she can trap. No, no, okay, no, I do know what it means. <laughs> Hello, I'm an idiot. Um, distance wheeling means that she can travel far distances very fast. So she can like... So she's fast? No, 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 but not like fast, like almost like teleportation, but not. Cute, okay. So she can get from one place to one pla- to another place very fast. Have you heard that theory that... If her second signet is, like, the time thing. Because, like, there are people who think that her second signet still has to do with time. And like, I agree. No, I have heard that theory and I was just about to get to time. that. Oh, okay. Yeah. But no, but have you heard that theory that, like, if her signet is like that, then, like, some people are theorizing that, like, this is, like, Violet coming back from the future and, like, writing things. Oh, like, I don't know if one? I like that one, to be honest. I don't think it should be that kind of time i'm more thinking of like a small time manipulation like thing. a like a stop not like, start not like you're going not like freaking avengers where they go back in time and they collect all the freaking stones you know okay okay like, you're thinking that. more like a like a one twist of the time yeah. turner type yeah thing. or like you can kind of slow time down or speed it up i like the I like time thing that. to me it makes the most sense like for her to go back in time no i just i like the time second signet like, she can slow or speed up. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think, I like to me, that. that makes the most sense, yeah. Um, just given, like, what we already know in the I book. I think that but. these kind of all, like, like the distance wheeling, the speed, the time, like, they all kind of are similar. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. there's a chance that, like, and I think that they're all a little bit warranted based off certain things of, like, that Violet does in the book. So maybe it's some kind of version She always of does, like, make it to places really fast. And she's always yes. like, oh, Tarn is such a fast flyer. But, like, what if it's, like, because of her signet exactly. as well? Exactly. So thinking, people, uh, obviously... She wouldn't know how to use her power if she doesn't know she has a second signet, right? Mm-hmm. But she might just be like hints of it right mm-hmm. now, kind mm-hmm. of coming mm-hmm. out. Um, another one is amplifying other people's powers, but I don't really see it, that one yeah. working out. Um, another thing Rebecca Yara said in the interview was that we can have – Or – hold on. I'm sorry. Let me just backtrack that. But what if she – what if her second signet is something like that because she's like a conduit? But what does she conduit? Like anything. She just hasn't figured it out yet. But has has there ever been a hint of that in the book? Maybe, like, when her and – I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm just – I don't People know. People have said that one. So, I don't know. I just included it. But, like, I don't know what that's founded off of. Okay. But I guess, you know, really – Anything's possible. Anything's possible. And I'm sure that there are, like, depending on what's said in the book, it could also fit 
multiple things. Yeah. So there's definitely probably some room. Do you think we'll find out what her second signet is in the next book? Yes. Okay. Cool. I think so. I hope so. I don't know if she confirmed that in the interview. I don't think so. But I feel like it makes sense. But I think that it will make sense. I think it will. It makes sense for it to be in the next book. Okay. Cool. Um, another thing she confirmed in the interview was that she can't really give us a lot of Zayden POVs at this moment until Zayden stops keeping secrets. Meaning that clearly that he still has more secrets that he's keeping. How many secrets does Ben have? I don't know. Um, also, this is more of a side note, but she does confirm that Zayden is a person of color. Um, and obviously that should be, because they do talk a bit about like the show. Yeah, like the, and like casting a bit. And she literally says, she's like, oh, um, because they ask her if she ever pictured anyone specifically when she um, wrote was it. writing the book. And she was like, even if I did, like, I don't want to say because, like, I, I don't want that to, like, limit um, Who's cast? the pool of yeah. who can, like, audition for That's the show smart. and stuff. Because she's like, if I specifically say one person, that person doesn't get cast, then, like, that person who ends up getting cast will get a lot of hate. I agree. I like that. So, but she does confirm that Zayden's a person of color. So, obviously, that should be reflected in the show. <clears throat> I know a lot of people said, like, Charles Melton. And that, you said that. I did, and, and I, I have been seeing a lot on TikTok as well. I think he would be so good as Zayden. I don't I know. I honestly, that's growing on me. Yeah. Because, first of all, I've always thought he was very attractive. Like, even in his, like, Riverdale days. And then lately, he's just been hitting different. And I just feel like he's so charming and, like, I, I don't see know. It. I really could. I would love to see it. But then, kind of like we always say, like, yeah, it'd love be to nice see some to new, see some new faces, faces as well. I feel like that way you don't really, like, you know, it's it's a new show, new faces, like, ways for people to, like, jump off in terms of, like, you know, fame and their career and stuff. So. Yeah. Um, she also does say that she pictures the voice of Taryn as Idris Elba. And did I not say that? Yeah. And I said that before I watched this interview, so I felt vindicated by that. No, I agree. Idris Elba has, like, a very, like sexy voice i think i think he'd be but it's also charm. very like deep and authoritative yes. kind of you know yes but also a little bit more mature yeah because the voice of taryn should be like a little bit of, like it should be an it's, older it's man. like deep and i yeah. i hear it as like deep like like it like he says something like a room is commanded you know what i yes, mean so i agree i love that um okay so this is just another now just we're just going into some more theories that like i have versus like you know some other things i've seen um so there is a theory that like i kind of back that Dane's father is part of like the Venom uprising. Uh, mm. Um, so like all of the assassins that were sent to kill Violet were like described as having like red rimmed eyes. So either that means that they are high or they're Venom. And if they are Venom and they were hired by Dane's dad to kill Violet, then that would mean that Dane's dad is involved with the Venom. I, so think, I think this that, like is, checks out. I think this is very plausible. Either way, I think he's a shitty person. Obviously. Like, and to me, like who else would he be allied with? Other than the Venom. I would like, just like to know what, like, his MO is either way. Like, why do you want to be with the Venom? Maybe like, he thinks, like, they're, like, oh, we'll, we'll make you, like, a really sick Venom. Like, a cool sage or something. Maybe. So, maybe he's doing it for, like, the power. I don't know. Um, but I, I I definitely see this. Yeah. I also, I think this is, like, I feel like everyone is in agreement with this one. That Zayden's mom is definitely going to come into play in the next book. Mm. Um, obviously, we still don't know who she is. I have this theory, though, that she is, like, Venom. I've heard this. I've also heard the theory that, like, um, Violet's dad was, like, Venom. That's the next like, theory. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of, like, parents. No, see, I Venom think that, like, Zayden's mom is Venom. It's most, it's more gonna, likely. Like, lure her and, like, to the dark side. Like, it's going to lure um, Zayden to the dark side okay. more. Like, he's going to, like, convince him. She's going to convince him to, like, join the dark side. Okay. Yeah. Right. I have, because on that note, I have seen people talk about, like, 
how it's going to become real enemies to lovers because they think that like Zayden is going to go completely 180 and be like, like he's going to go real Bennett. dark. Yeah. And like needs to be brought back can like, I, also mentally. Can I just say something? What? Do you know Vampire Academy? Oh, yeah, yeah. We've talked about this. Have go we? for it. We have. On the podcast? No, I don't think so. Okay, but me and you have. Yeah, we haven't okay. talked about it because like he, we just found out now that he's been in. Okay, so I don't know if anyone of you guys has read Vampire Academy. I did when I was a lot younger. So mind you, this is like very, like my memory of it is very wishy-washy. But I swear to God, this is like the plot of Vampire Academy. Yeah, because doesn't Dimitri turn into yes. Estragoy? Yes, and the like. There's a like the entire plot of these of the books in part is finding out how to turn him back. Right. And he does that whole thing where he like he exiles himself. Basically, they're trying to like figure it out. They have to like bring him back. He turns like. I swear. On that note, do you think Zayden is going to exile himself? Yes. He's going to be like, I'm no good for 100%. you. 100%. I'm do- a danger to you, yes. Violet. I must leave. Yes. I really do think that. I think we're going to get a book where there's like a lack of Zayden. And I, I really like, I was like, oh my God, this is literally the fucking plot of Vampire Academy. I don't know if that was like an inspiration. Well, like, like we like we always say, like yeah, no thought is ever original I anymore. Know, I know. Um, but I was it just takes like, a lot of inspiration I was like, from other fantasy novels. Oh my God. This is literally... Yeah, this no, we did. We did talk it. about this. Okay, okay, we like for sure did. But okay. it's good that you're talking about it now on the podcast. Because uh, yeah, if you guys have read Vampire Academy, like, let me know that I'm like not crazy. And I swear I've seen people talk about this too because I was like, wait, this is definitely a thing. Like, and and a large plot point of these books are dedicated to saving Dimitri. Basically, yeah. Well, I think that's going to be the case. Like, they're going to yeah. be trying to find some cure for Zayden. Yeah. Um. Also, on the note where you were talking about, like, Violet's dad. Mm. So, in that interview with Entertainment Weekly, Rebecca Yaros confirmed that Violet's dad is dead dead. Like, he's definitely dead. He's dead dead. He's real dead. And not connected to the Venom. Okay. Like, she confirmed that. Okay. Um, But, on that note, there is, like, a quote. You know, like, some of those, like, little header quotes yeah. in the book? There's, like, a header quote where Violet's mom was, like, in, like, looking into a cure for Venom. And everyone's like, well, why is she looking for a cure? Yeah, like, was it for someone else other than Jack? And this is where the theory comes about that, like, Violet's dad, quote unquote, the one that's dead, is not actually her dad. Mm -hmm. So I have heard people believe that, like, her real dad is the person that, like, Violet's mom, like, actually loved. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. that dad potentially was Venon, and that Violet's mom was looking for a cure for the dad. And that's why when she was pregnant with Violet, she was super weak because, like, Violet is part Venom. Yeah, and then it ties into the whole hair thing because I'm pretty yeah. sure Venom, like, doesn't that happen to like them? Like, leech. Yeah. Like, leeching energy. Leeching energy and stuff. So it's kind of like that's why Violet's hair is, like, some of it's silver because it was, like, leached from her, essentially. Like, I can kind of see that. Like, it's definitely possible. Whether or not this is a, f- a far-fetched one, I don't know. But, I'm I mean... Sure. Anything that's possible. that's all the theories there's I have three other moment. fucking books that are about to come out for this so they got lots i know of, there's lots of stuff to get through yeah i yeah yeah obviously like i feel like the rest of this series really is gonna be focused on saving zayden one way or the other do you think he's gonna be saved like last book or do you think it's gonna happen before i think chances are i don't think it's gonna happen in this third book no 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 i think maybe potentially in like book end of four, four end of four he's gonna be saved because then i think 
the last book would be focused on like the big bad battle yeah like the end like avengers endgame battle yeah between like the dragons versus the, the Venom. yeah and, and like all that stuff so i think that if you also save maybe in, in the fourth book do you think that because i personally think that zayden is going to exile himself i think that he's going yes. to self-impose exile and then i think that i do prescribe to the theory or subscribe to the theory that his mother is like probably venom or like she's gonna come back into play and that he's gonna go be with her or something like that right so if he does exile himself though like is he going to embrace his dark side and go work with the venom like, i that's the, that's the i, I don't know necessarily that but but my thing is do you think that with him out of the picture exile do you think that violet is going to have some sort of like little like other love love interest with all what's his Ooh. name is it Ulrich? Eric? Arik. Arik. The prince. Yeah. I mean, I'd love that. Same. Because I love a prince. We talked about this already on the yeah, podcast you... in the previous episode, how much we love princes. Um, I love a prince. I love an undercover prince specifically. Yes. Oh, love that. And I also I also just love er- like Arik's character. Me too. I think he's like super. Do you hot. think it's gonna do you think? I or do you think that. it's gonna be like a maybe like one sided thing where like he starts to develop a crush on her? I don't know. Like, listen. It would be tough for me. Because she said that there was no love triangle. She said there was no love but triangle. She didn't say but there was she didn't, no unrequited love. No, she also didn't say that they were endgame. She just said there's no love triangle. She never said her and Zayden are endgame. That's a very different thing, isn't it? That's true. That's true. And she said there was no love triangles between Zayden, her, and Katrina. And no love triangles between Zayden, her, and Dane. She didn't say anyone else. I think it's possible... Like, I think what would have to happen for me to be over Zayden completely is him completely turning to the, the dark side. Yeah. Like, he's completely Anakin Skywalker, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he has evolved Even into then, Darth I still kind of like I know, it's so Skywalker. true. Um, but, like, I feel like that's the only way where I would be okay with her ending up with someone else because I'm too invested in their relationship now. Yeah, yeah. I do really like, er- like Arik and would be okay to see that happen. But if they were endgame, I would have to need, like, a real definitive break between her and zayden and like a real reason yeah because like he's a big bad now you know yeah yeah which would also like he they she would have to tamlin his ass if i'm honest yeah she'd have to like completely kamikaze his character yeah. for like me to like really yeah. break away from the whole like me wanting because like i think that even if she ends up with arc a little bit of me will kind of be pissed off about like the whole that she never ended up with yeah i would also be okay with like um arc maybe just like exploring a relationship with like a side character like sloan or someone else that becomes maybe more yeah. of a main character like less of a side character yeah i just want i just want happy things for him oh, i do yeah, like I him, him as a character and i want him to be like more like front and center and i think and i think that with zayden but i really do think that he's going to be kind of like out of sight in the third book so i think that with him he's gonna kind like, of, like leave in the middle of the night and like leave a note on her pillow no literally it's gonna be so fun it might actually the book might even start that way yeah her waking so, up like, and like a notes on the pill, like after yeah. he spoke to Jack Barlow, he's like, "Oh fuck, I'm stuck this way." Bye, bye. And yeah. he's just gonna wake up Same. the next morning. He's gone. Yeah. And I think like with him out of the picture, I'm thinking that we're gonna get more side character action um, from everyone else because we're like more focused on the ensemble versus like. I'm just wondering though how that will work though because he's still bonded to Segale. I think he's. I think Segale's gonna go with him. I know, but like... Oh, but then what does that mean for Tarn? That's what I was going to say. Because like, how far can they really be? Like, they still have to see each other every once in a while. Well, what did she say about being bonded to a dragon again with Venon? That it you can- could still be bonded to a dragon, but she never went into the depths of how it changes your bond. Yeah, maybe. Or how it changes your relationship with your Maybe dragon. it like really weakens the bond. Or maybe it's like a choice thing. Like, maybe he can break it. Or 
this is the other thing. Maybe they're still bonded, but you know how technically even a rider can't be that far away from their own dragon? Yeah. Maybe he can be far away from his dragon and not feel anything. Because he's venin. So maybe he'll just like dip, leave Sigil there. Yeah. And Sigil, at least she's with like Tarn, so yeah. she'll be okay in that aspect. Because maybe like he doesn't feel that separation pain from his own dragon anymore mm-hmm. now that he's venin. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Lots of like loose ends. Obviously, there's still three fucking books to go through. So I know. When is she? I think the next one's probably going to be released, I would say late next year, right? She didn't confirm the release dates. She said she had one, but she wouldn't tell us yet. I mean, I suspect end of next year. Like, I'm thinking December. I think, like, November. November, Like, kind of like when she released it now. I think so, too, because end of next year, early 2025. uh, Agreed. Which is fine because, you know. Agreed. There's other stuff Allow it to get some hype. Let people start to build some anticipation. Correct. Let people be sad that they, you know, let them miss your characters. Correct. Let them veg. Correct. And like brew. Let it, you know. Agreed. Agreed. I agree. Let us stew in this. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. What are we, what are we doing next, Kat? Next up, we're doing, we're back with Crescent City and Mm -hmm. we're doing chapters 65 to 70. And that's like second last episode, I think, of it, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, because then it's 71 to epilogue, yeah. Yeah, okay, so we're almost there. We're almost there. Um, That's pretty much it, guys. That is. All of the stuff is in our description below, as always. You can always message us on Instagram. Um, we love talking to you guys on there. Consider, like, rating, leaving a review, subscribing, sharing with your friends, your family. It really helps out the podcast. Yeah. And that's everything. So thanks for listening to Two Book Bitches. Bye. Bye.